Private Merrick. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Mate, uh, we are great. I've got to say, I am stunned at how well you are doing on SAS Australia. You... Are you the oldest on there? I am the oldest on there, but to be fair, when I signed up, I presumed there'd be older people than me. To be frank, I thought it was going to be me, Dawn Fraser, Denise Drysdale, <laughs> Kerry ann Kennelly, um, Bert Newton, Bert and Newton. I was bitterly... <laughs> Bitterly disappointed when I saw it wasn't Burton and it was in fact the Badger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's actually that's a stitch up. To be honest, it is it? a bit of a yeah, stitch up. Yeah. And did you Massive think, stitch up. Did you think there was maybe you know occasionally an actual bed to sleep in or maybe a hot shower? No, I, look. To be honest, I knew it was, it was going to be pretty Spartan in there, but it's what you don't really anticipate is the fact that you never really get warm. Uh, you never have any shower. I thought we'd have showers. I thought we'd have like cold showers, but we had no showers except for yeah. Badger, who just nudes up and has showers in the middle of the lounge room. Um, but when I say lounge room, it's not really a lounge room, is it? Um, it's pretty grim in there. And now, look, oh, this is the thing that absolutely amazes me. Now, you are not only a former radio announcer, but you're a comedian. So that has got soft written all oh, over yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pasty so, and soft. Don't worry. We're in the category with you. Why did you not just walk with Roxy? Uh, look, one of the things about working commercial radio for 20 years is that I'm used to being shot with bullets. So yeah. going on SAS <laughs> was actually a lower risk. But you can't judge a book by its cover, and people have got a lot more than one facade. Can I just play this? Because Caroline didn't see this bit. This is the bit where the officers are asking you what you did for a living, and I just love the reaction when you tell them what they do. Have a listen. What do you do, number 10? What do I do for a living? Yes. I'm a comedian stuff. <laughs> Come on. You're a comedian. I'm a comedian, so I'm a serious bloke of met. And, and that's exactly it. You are extremely serious on the show. It's like you've completely yep. switched and gone, right, I'm full commander. That's yeah. what I'm impressed by. Yeah, correct. It's, it's uh, you know, it's mental dexterity is what it is. And that's actually what a lot of very successful soldiers have is the ability to flick the switch on and off. And, you know, it's something that I learned about myself is that I do have that ability to, to flick that switch on and off as I please. And when you're on that course, trust me, you're not thinking too much about how funny you're going to appear yeah. on television. You're yeah. thinking about surviving yeah. every day. Yeah. And particularly hey. for me, like in the first two days, I had two broken ribs. And I just had to really focus on, you know, being an older man, I had to focus on getting through physically and mentally. Oh, my God. Did you really crack your ribs? Yeah, wow. Yeah, I cracked one rib on the first day and I fractured the second rib on the second day and I had to go through my entire time there with with quite bad injuries. Hey, you sound to me like someone who is quite taken with the SAS though. Do you look back now and go, I wouldn't have minded that. I would have been good at this. Sliding doors 25 years ago, I reckon um, had I had the opportunity to go and join the SAS as opposed to going to become a comedian, I may have done that. I absolutely promise you there's... I, when I was a kid, I grew up loving two things. I, I loved comedy, obviously, and I still do. But I also loved and I was fascinated by the SAS and I wanted to join it. As a kid, all I wanted to do was join the SAS. So that's why I went on the show. I wanted to know whether or not mentally, more than anything else, I had what was required to operate in that kind of 1% level. All right. Well, uh, let's test how cool and calm you are under pressure right now. I'm going to give you a. am going to give you two code words. All right, here they are. Faraz Durrani. I just sent Faraz Durrani a message Ned, about 10 minutes ago about catching up for a beer. Oh, okay, so you right. haven't come out with the uh, level of hatred that Ali and Shannon have? No, look, I, 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 don't, I don't dislike Faraz. I was very, uh, and you'll see on tonight's episode, I'm very, very vocal about 
his behaviour and how it affected the group. And I don't take any of that back. And he knows I won't march back from that. But it's not. It's that's not what it's about. It's not. At that time, certain things can't be taken personally. Mitchell Johnson punched my brain to the moon. That's how hard he hit me in the face. He, Mitchell, Mitchell broke one of my ribs. Oh, but wow. two seconds after we, we've stopped boxing, two seconds after we were fighting each other mercilessly, we would have side by side marched into the pits of hell. It was not, yeah. it's a different thing. You don't take those things personally. They are what they are in that space. And if you can't process where you are in that time and in that space and what is required of you as an individual and as part of a collective, then you've missed the point. Can I just, uh, that moment, I think it, was it Sabrina? She's the AFL player, right? Sabrina? Yeah, man, she's wicked. She's yeah, a weapon. Mate, she is a weapon. That moment where she picked the honey badger for a boxing match, were you terrified that she was going to pick you? Oh, I, t- I tell you right now, 100% I would have been. But <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, Sabrina is mentally and physically absolutely amazing. And what people don't get to see is how much heart that woman has. She's she just yeah. absolutely Full of the good stuff. You can see it. You can see it. Look, uh, I just want to give a blanket apology to you and all the other contestants. The reason why SAS Australia is on TV, it's because of me and people like me. I like seeing celebrities tortured and uncomfortable and being yelled at. No, I don't apologise for me, mate. If there was no cameras, no money and no attention and I could never tell anybody about the results, I'd still do it. Ooh. You're actually scaring the shit out of me right now. <laughs> Good. I feel like you're going to go I'm move into the move into the bush and start a militia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who am I even anymore? I don't even know who I am. Am I a soldier? Am I am I am I like one of those guys who thinks that they've been to the war and then they they suffer from PTSD? Yeah. The PTSD is the fact that they never actually went to war. Yes. We're going to find you in a bunker somewhere, armed to the teeth. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm going to go and make my own make my own crossbow now. <laughs> Well, uh, mate, it is a pleasure watching you, and I'm hoping you go all the way, mate. You are looking fantastic. Go the old blokes! (laughs) Yeah, 100%, mate. We've still got a little bit of life left in us.